You are listening to episode 91 of Exit the Drinking Life and Beyond. I am thrilled to be here with this episode in 91. This is a series of podcasts. So for this one, 91, 92, 93, and 94, I'm going to be going into a little bit of a deep dive around the book, Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg doing a series on how I'm utilizing this book and my training through Tiny Habits to make a massive impact in the difference in my own life as well as my clients' lives and how they're going about exiting the cycle of drinking, over-drinking, shame, and regret. Stay tuned. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I'm thrilled that you're here. I'm your host, Debbie Talbert, creator of the Exit Methodology, advocate for living your best and most intentional life, and alcohol freedom coach. This podcast is for you if you have big dreams and aspirations, but you've begun to notice that just maybe your current drinking patterns are getting in the way. Inside the podcast, we'll dive into a modern-day approach that can help you move away from shame and blame when it comes to what you're drinking and finally take the driver's seat of your life again. It's time to exit the drinking life. Hey there, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited and thrilled to be here with you today here in Florida where I am doing today's episode. It is a windows open, sweater on, surprisingly, day in Florida. These are my personal favorite kind of days. The reason most people want to move here to Florida are the days that we get to experience and have in wintertime. The sky is like this clear, clear crystal blue, and it's a cool, low humidity breeze going on outside, and it is fabulous and gorgeous. So welcome to the podcast. I truly am blessed and excited to be with you each and every time I record these episodes. Today's episode came to me while I was being interviewed for a podcast this going to be coming out. It's a podcast that's hosted by one of my fellow This Naked Mind coaches. And she has a podcast called The Sober Edge. And she has put together where she's bringing out individuals that have lived life with alcohol being small and irrelevant in it. So this is so stories of success and what it's like to be on the other side. Because we don't actually get hit a lot with that story, right? The way the story of life on the other side with alcohol small and irrelevant is depicted is not all that great, right? If you really think about it, the movies that talk about it, the television shows that talk about it, or even the fictional books that may describe it, they kind of describe life on the other side as always afraid and worrying and wondering that you're going to have that drink again and be right back down in that cycle. And I want you to know that that's not what it's like at all, right? And so I love that my friend Terry has decided to put this kind of a podcast out into the world 
And so while doing that, what she wanted to talk with me about and bring in part of like my edge, which is what I call my edge, right, is the information and the insight I have from being a certified tiny habits coach with BJ Fogg's program and how understanding human behavior from that aspect and from what I learned through his program and his work and how that's actually impacting the lives of my clients and how I can support them with that. So what I decided to do was to share with you some of the research and the information and stuff that I was doing for Terry's show. I really thought it would be an awesome idea to bring it into the those of you who listen to Exit the Drinking Life and Beyond as a series of podcast episodes. So teaching you what I have learned, not the whole thing, right? But teaching you about the behavior model, debunking what we have also been taught about habits, and then also helping you understand how habits are actually really formed and kind of weaving in and tying it together in the aspect of how we can go about untangling this habit that we have right now of using alcohol to support us in navigating our life, right? And we're realizing this isn't actually what we want to keep doing, right? And so what I've come to realize as I am into my six-year alcohol-free is that the way to create and live an epic life is trusting yourself to experience all of your emotions, right? And so if you actually look up the word epic, it means telling a great and heroic story. And if we can learn to let go of making an emotion right, wrong, good, bad, positive, or negative, and let emotions just be something that we're willing to experience, it is those that great heroic story of our life that we want to live and create, it really can be epic. And so we're not really taught the connection between feelings, thinking, and behavior. And the more I ignite my curiosity around letting go of believing things, feelings, behaviors, points of view, etc., are right, wrong, good, bad, positive, or negative, the more I trust myself and others to figure things out. And when I'm trusting myself to figure things out, I am not seeking ways to take the edge off of my emotions. And our emotions are what actually create our life. So it's really when I'm trusting myself to figure things out, I am not trying to seek out things like social media scrolling, binge watching television episodes, alcohol when alcohol was in the mix, food, shopping. I'm not seeking out something to take the edge off of my life because my emotions are my life. And so therefore, I'm not seeking out something to take the edge off of my life. Right? And so the more I examine, explore, and experiment with feeling all of my feelings, the more I understand my own feelings, thoughts, and behaviors. And this is why I want to bring in and 
do this series based upon just the basics because I really, really want to encourage you to get the book yourself. Get B.J. Fogg's book, Tiny Habits, right? And because it's literally tiny habits, the small changes that change everything. And it really is true. And the reason I want to encourage you to get this book and to help you understand, and as I'm doing this series, you can really, it'll really open you up to some of what's been going on so that you can loosen up this thoughts and these beliefs and this blaming that you have about yourself, that it is somehow a you problem. And when the reality is, if you simply change your approach, you can change everything. And that's a lot of what many of these episodes that I bring to you are about, is changing your approach because it's not a you problem, it's an approach problem. Right. And so when I first read that in BJ Fogg's book, it was like a big aha of like, oh, yes, that's exactly what I'm doing with what I teach and exit the drinking life and beyond. Is it's all about changing your approach it's, and changing how you think about you because it's not a you problem, it's an approach problem. So, yes, designing alcohol out of your life does mean change, it also means boundaries. And sometimes goodbyes so that we can be intentional about living our lives over making other people comfortable. And again, that is also part of, for me, what makes my life epic. Think about those stories that have you on the edge of your seat. They all contain events, obstacles, transformation, and epic moments. And so learning to trust yourself to experience all of your emotions is truly what will allow you to live an epic life, because that's what I found for myself. That is what's allowing me to live an epic life. So let's go into tiny habits and what I want to teach you around the tiny habits. So this first one in the series, it is based upon the understanding B.J. Fogg's behavior model. And then also understanding a little bit deeper of how habits are actually formed. And so B.J. Fogg founded the Human Behavior Design Lab at Stanford University. He has done and still does do tons of research and study around human behavior. So understanding the Fogg behavior model has made and is making a massive impact on how I work with my clients and support them to create this transformation that they want to make in their life, right? The transformation that they're after and what they're actually seeking. And yes, it has also made a massive impact on how I work with my own self, right? And so what I want you to first understand is that behavior happens when three things come together at the same moment. And those three things are motivation, ability, and prompt. So if you can kind of think of it like, even though I did not say it in this order, you can think of it as the PAM effect. So when the PAM effect happens, a behavior happens. So it is, and so put it in the PAM effect terminology, right? It's prompt, ability, motivation. And this doesn't mean they happen at one time. They literally converge all at the same time. And so when those three things 
are literally converging together at the same time. This is when a behavior happens. And so first, I just want you to kind of understand that part of this, because as the series goes on, the next three episodes are going to be about motivation, about ability, and about prompt. So right now, today, I'm sharing with you the basics. So motivation can range anywhere from high to low. Ability can range anywhere from easy to do to hard to do. And prompts are the invisible drivers of our lives. We experience prompts all day long, and most of the time we barely notice them. The key here is to understand that no behavior happens without a prompt. Imagine changing what you drink, exiting that cycle of drinking, over-drinking, while you fall in love with your flossom self. This truly is possible for you. The most successful alcohol interruption workshop is open for enrollment. A chance to create a better future, transform your relationship with yourself, and learn to exit the drinking life with confidence. This six-week workshop will teach you, inspire you, and connect you to peers doing the same work you are. In as little as 20 minutes a day, it's possible to achieve freedom. Interested? Go over to jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash freedom and start the conversation. And so the first So really understanding that if no behavior happens without a prompt and to help with our conversation around drinking and the habit, I really want to quote directly from B.J. Fogg's book around when he is teaching how to actually do this. So when I teach, so this is a quote when he's teaching about human behavior. When I teach people about human behavior, I boil it down to three words to make the point crystal clear, emotions create habits. He also states that when we're designing for habit transformation for yourself or someone else, you're designing for emotions. So let's consider this in the context of alcohol. And for better or worse, the reality is alcohol totally taps into this dynamic. Once the alcohol hits your brain, Your inhibitors are low, and your pleasure chemicals are unnaturally high, right? So I'd say that's the perfect storm for a desired emotional response. This desired emotional response is that we want to numb out from something in our day. We want to take the edge off of our day, but we're also getting this high hit of dopamine, this unnatural high hit of dopamine. And so that is a desired emotional response to the brain, right? And so when we're putting, when we're experiencing certain emotions and we are putting alcohol in there in the picture, we are literally teaching our brain that alcohol is the answer to take the edge off of our life. And so, and this isn't really, this is really an eye-opening moment to understand how it became so habitual and to also understand how it can feel like it just happened and it can be so automatic. 
Because when it comes to behavior, decisions and habits are the opposite. Decisions require deliberation. Habits do not. Right? So think about that. Decisions require conscious, focused efforts, and habits do not. They're fully automatic. And emotions will make a behavior more automatic. So we're getting that desired emotional response by our brain. The inhibitors are going down, right? And we're, take, we're numbing the edge off of our life, right? And then we're also getting that high unnatural hit of dopamine from the chemical itself of alcohol that we put on our brain. So I want you to really pause there a second and let yourself understand and hopefully that's opened up even more understanding as to why what's been happening can sometimes feel so very automatic, right? And so what B.J. Fogg also talks about in his book, and this is in chapter seven of the book, and this is the strategy that I, I utilize and the exit strategy in the episode that I shared with you on that one is it really does take into consideration this behavior change master plan that's in the Tiny Habits book. And there are three phases of behavior change master plan. And so the first phase is creating new habits. And so when you take the exit strategy and put it into place, really the new habits that I'm encouraging you to design into your life are examine, explore, and experiment. And then also X out, which would be X out some of those things that are an ability factor, making it hard to do or easy to do. Also X out some of the things in the motivation section, which are making it hard to do or easy to do, which would be where that comes into play would be our thoughts. And that's where we work on our thoughts there. And then the igniting curiosity, this is allowing you to open up and really explore the question of what's making this so hard to do and what would make this easier to do. And then the trust part, which is this trusting yourself to figure things out, is opening yourself up to let yourself feel all of your feelings. Because then if we're opening ourselves up to letting ourselves feel all of our feelings, then we are, are less likely to be motivated to take the edge off of our life, right? And so the first phase of the behavior change master plan, creating new habits, is really how that I work with my clients and I work with you and what I'm sharing with the episodes, right, is to bring in awareness to all three of the behaviors. I, and I'm, I know I'm like repeating some of what I've said, but I really want you to be able to grasp this, right? And so it's like, what's making the motivation high? What's making it low? what's making the ability part easy and what would make it harder and then what are our prompts, right? And so if we really look at the examine, explore, and experiment phase of the exit strategy, this is all about bringing in awareness to these things, right? So bringing in awareness around what's making our motivation high, bringing in awareness around what's making it low bringing in awareness about what's making the ability part easy and what's making the ability part harder, as well as what are my prompts, those things that are 
weaving their way throughout our mind and our thoughts all day long, right? And so we focus on this because all change happens on the other side of awareness. And so that's really the part that I want you to understand first is that behavior happens when three things come together at the same moment. It would be prompt, ability, and motivation, right? And prompts are the invisible drivers of our lives. Ability can range anywhere from easy to do or hard to do. And motivation can range anywhere from high or low, okay? And so those are what's really happening. And then what I want to do lastly, before I wrap up the episode today, is that I want to debunk the teaching that habits happen because of the number of days in a row that we do or don't do something. That's actually recycled old information. In his research, B.J. Fogg has found that habits can form very quickly, oftentimes in just a few days, when people have a strong, desired emotional response to the behavior. Right? And so think about that. In we can, and if the behavior change model which does work. I've been using it very successful with my clients. And we really had a lot of success with this and understanding it inside the Freedom Workshop. And we do have another one. The application process is open for that. And so you can find that at jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash freedom. When we take and apply the behavior change master plan to the exiting the drinking life and beyond, we're going to, we utilize the three phases. So we create new habits and then we stop the habit and we swap a habit, right? And so those are the three phases in there. And as we're working together and the work that we're going to be doing, what we do is we create in new habits that match behaviors that you actually want to do, right? So that go in the direction of a goal an aspiration, something that you want to create in your life. So we first practice designing those in along with designing in tiny habits around letting yourself bring in awareness of all of your thoughts and beliefs and prompts the motivation and the ability, right? So that's where we bring in the new habits too of examining, exploring, experimenting, Xing out, igniting curiosity, and trusting yourself. Right? So we're bringing all of those in, and we'll, I'm also we also tie them into what is something that you do want to have in your life? What is it you want to create? What is it that alcohol is blocking you from creating? And let's start designing in some habits too around allowing you to let some of that start to take place in your life, right? And then we move into the phase of stopping the behavior which is stopping the alcohol consumption while you're still examining, exploring, experiment, Xing out, igniting curiosity and trust, right? And this would all be around noticing what's coming up, what's bringing the urge, what's happening when you have the desire, what are the feelings that you're trying to take the edge off, right? And then would be the swapping of a habit. So sometimes it's literally building in a way to swap the habit. So you, instead of putting alcohol in your glass, you can put alcohol-free items in your glass. There are a lot of wonderful, amazing alcohol-free options out there in the world now, right? So you can literally put alcohol-free options in your glass, right? 
And so throughout the whole process and all of these episodes that I've been bringing and putting together for you, it really does weave in this, the chapter seven in the Tiny Habits book about untangling unwanted behaviors, right? And unwanted habits. And even the words that I use, this is where I got it from, the untangling instead of breaking. And so it's literally shifting up. So I X out, right? I stopped using the word break because really what we're doing is untangling something. We're not breaking anything. We're untangling something, right? And so by understanding that and the behavior does not change master plan and implementing it in the work, it has really started to make massive difference for people. So opening yourself up to this is also going to untangle a lot of these thoughts and beliefs that you have about yourself. Because when you're thinking that it's a you problem, you're blocking your own ability to be able to trust yourself to figure things out. Because your brain goes into that automatic negative type thinking cycle of you, right? And when you're thinking all of those things, that makes your motivation to do this very low. It also makes the ability part to do this very hard, right? So it would make it much harder to do. And then your prompt would be, I don't want to keep hearing myself say this about myself. So I need to take the edge off of this voice. I need to numb out this voice. So let me just have some alcohol to do that, right? And so can you see how this totally understanding this opens up so much more for you to let go of blaming yourself and opening yourself up to a whole new methodology and a different approach of going about making this change for yourself? That's what I have for you. Next week, we will go into the motivation piece. And then after that, the following week, we're going to go into the ability piece. And then we're going to go into the prop piece. So stay tuned for the uh, series of episodes that I have put together for you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for listening to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I hope this episode has helped you move away from drinking shame and blame and instead into confidence and full belief that the life you desire is within your reach. You are not alone. I have been exactly where you are right now. If you have enjoyed this episode, please take a second to hit the follow button so you never miss a future episode. And leave a review to help me reach more listeners just like you looking to break away from the toxic cycle of drinking and discover a healthier approach that leads to a life full of abundance and happiness. If you want to take what you've learned here to the next level, head over to jumpseatcoaching.com for more resources and tools. See you back here on the next episode.